Hey, buddy. What's up, man? Dude, it's been two weeks. Two weeks since we met. Yeah, I missed you. I need I need our Thursday night meetup. I look forward to it. I know. It's good. I know. It's a good time. It is. Yeah, we were sick last week. Uh, our family went through it. Whatever we had is bad. Like, it's really bad. I wonder, so what were y'all symptoms? Uh, achy. It was weird. My daughter tested negative for COVID. So, like, and she's the one who got all this sick. Yeah. You know, she, like, had it first. Yeah. Achy, sore throat for, like, one day. Um, weird headaches and, like, weird spots of the head that one day you feel like you're getting better than the next day is, like, back to headaches and achiness. It's really weird. Like, just, mm. it's, like, lingering. It's that's, just... that's literally, like, what I've had. Like, really? I, I had it very extreme for one day, basically, like, a full recovery within 24 hours, and then a slow creep up to, like, wait, I'm getting sick again? What yes. The heck? And then, like, a gradual recovery, but then, like, not able to land the plane. And I made mm-hmm. this weird, like... <laughs> I still have a cough. It's been a week. And it's weird. I didn't have a cough. I didn't have any like respiratory issues. Like no cough, no like snot, nothing like that. Just, I don't know, achy fever for like a day. Yeah. Then you're better than a fever again later. You're like, what the heck? It's so weird. Our four month old had it. Oh, that's horrible. It's so, dude, it's so sad. Like he's like, you know, he cries. I'm like four months old. He can't talk. Like this hurts. But like we kind of knew he he was like at night, he'd just like look at us and be like, oh, Oh, like moaning. Oh, dude, he's like moaning. I've never heard like him do that. So sad. It's like these little baby moans, and you're like, dude, I'm so sorry. That's I know you're horrible. achy. Like, how does he be like, I'm achy? Like, it's a baby. You know, That's it's horrible. so sad. I know. Yeah, but we're good now. We're good now. Family's he, good is now. Is he better too? Yeah, he his like last day was probably I think Tuesday, and okay. so he had a good day yesterday and today. That's good. Yeah, yeah. No, it's really good. So I'm the only one still dealing with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're the, got the baby cough. I'm yeah. a straggler. Yep. Um, dude, so we are doing the spiritual disciplines. Like now we're like beginning. So yes. this is cool. Like we're just starting yeah. finally. Yes. Um, I think it's necessary for us to be like, what are they? Yes. You know, and just kind of, I guess, a little review, you know. Um, you need to just try to poke holes all over the place. <laughs> I know. And honestly, it's cool because it got me like, thinking even more after we left, you know, and why why this hesitation? Does this really work? Like, what is this? Like, really, what is this? Mm-hmm. And so we're trying to say like, hey, give yourself over to these disciplines or this way of living or this lifestyle mm-hmm. where you're trying to say, Holy Spirit, I want to be formed by you through these practices, through these disciplines, whatever, yeah. um, that just make me more into the image of Jesus, that lead me to this place of like an inner relationship with him. Um, I, I was challenged today. I met with some some pastors and like the question was like, are your people really experiencing Jesus? Hmm. And it's weird because like, how do you create like these avenues where people can experience Jesus, hmm. right? And like, it's because, yeah. and that's a hard question. You're like, is there a method? I don't, and you're like, I don't know, I struggle. But like, hmm. are we teaching people in, in a way or leading or discipling people or showing people, here's how you can create like space where you can, at least more attune your heart to what the Lord is doing, saying, how he's moving, speaking, what he's revealing, convicting, encouraging. Like, how do you do that? Yeah. And I think that's what this is. It's like, we're hopefully saying, I want to teach you how to fish versus just give you a fish, yeah. you know? And I, I really think that's why this is so important. Um, you know, it's like, how can they know without a teacher in some way? Like, we, so in some ways we're hoping to like, I want to show you how to do this. And so we actually, so this first week yeah. is on meditation. Yeah. Um, and like, I want to talk about like, what is that? First of all, mm-hmm. some people call it contemplation. Again, a lot of things I think for me on my end, I'm just like more looking into this, like really, what is this? Like Richard Foster, I have to give him credit for like anything. Like he, what he puts together on like Christian meditation, maybe versus Eastern meditation yeah. and things like that. So we, we did it for us. We kind of had some guidelines. Mm-hmm. We said, hey, we're going to me- we're gonna go into this conversation doing this discipline. And so like every week, our hope is to like, kind of approach a topic with like going into like, this is what we did. Mm-hmm. This is how it went. 
Uh, we'll share experience with everyone a little bit, but also try to answer some questions. So like, what is this and how do you do it? Yeah. So talk to me, man. I know you this week, like we're going to meditate on the word of God and just meditate on God. Yeah. And so talk me through, I guess that, how did it, how did it go? So I, well, the prompt was like to basically, I, I think we had said like three to five minutes of silence, silence, basically even before like reading yes. scripture or anything. Mm -hmm. And I think what is really cool about that is it basically just forces you to, um, to not, um, to not just be like mindless about mm -hmm. like, oh, I've got to do this. Like, so, so for me, it's just uh, th like the biggest, my biggest takeaway from this whole thing is just the idea of, of basically like smelling the roses. <laughs> That's really what the whole thing was. It's like, just slow down and, and take, like create the space and take the time to, to just appreciate God mm. and, and, that time even like before the scripture reading but also like in in little ways i just felt like like even as i was getting in my car on the way to mm -hmm. work like i i basically felt the prompt of the spirit like look at that sunset mm. or that sorry that sunrise <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, i don't i'm not a night shift worker <laughs> yeah look, look at that sunrise mm -hmm. like take a second you yes. know and i would basically just like sit there by my car and be like be like wow that's really amazing mm -hmm. like thank you for creation thank mm -hmm. you for this day like i don't take it for granted you know like um it's this is beautiful thank you that you made beauty um thank you know just it, it just just kind of like i think i think that was the the um byproduct of like learning just trying to like take that pause time even before scripture reading like mm. just wait slow down mm -hmm. pause rest be present don't just like rush like rush through everything mm. and i think like one of the byproducts of that was even just like okay like i'm i'm now in this kind of mindset of of wanting to appreciate and slow down and and see like what's going on around me in the world and like what god is doing you know not not just in that in that window of time of devotion or quiet time. Mm. But I think the ripple effect of that is like, okay, like listen, continuously, like, keep listening. Yes. Keep looking, appreciate God, you know, what God is doing all around you. And, and obviously I'll be honest in that. Like then you get into work and like everything starts spinning and yes. gets crazy. It's like, Oh, I lost it. Dang it. I lost it. <laughs> but it, even, even that awareness of like, Oh, mm. I I'm, working on my own strength, even that awareness of having, you know, lost that, uh, connection to, um, God in that particular way. I, even that is, I think like a step in the right direction where mm. it's like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm now like aware of the fact that I'm totally just in the throes of work right now, yes. as opposed to like being restful and worshipful mm -hmm. in in my spirit basically. Yeah. I think I, I noticed like, this is for sure for me, my anxiety is high when meditation is low. Like mm -hmm. when my anxiety is at the highest, I feel like when I'm not creating time like this. Yeah. Um, I think because life is life is crazy. It's insane. I feel like, you know, everyone talks about how busy they are and, and it does get annoying. And, you know, obviously there's different like levels. I feel like sometimes of busyness or work or life <sighs> or just balance and some of that. 
but like i just feel like for me you know this week is hard so we talked going into this week like hey we're gonna sit you know three to five minutes of just being quiet scripture reading and then we talked about like just like talking that over with god like it's prayer but it's like listening like okay lord your word says this how do you want me to live this out and then you're kind of quiet like our, so we'll share this more at the end too, like kind of how we did it. But I'll say it's honest, man, I, I, it was hard for me, you know, being sick, when your body's sick, yeah. it's very hard to be like still. It did feel good though sometimes going outside, like sitting in the sun a little bit and then being still and like having the Bible. But at the same time, you're like physically, you're like, I don't know if I can even, you know, I'm so tired. Yeah. I'd say like three mornings, at least my daughter sees me outside, you know, and so she, she opens like the sliding glass door and she comes out and brings toys and she's making all this noise. And the dog comes and is chasing her and is barking. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. immediately it turned into like just chaos. Yeah. And I, so in some ways, like I have to now like maybe look at fight differently for that space. But then I'll, there's a part of me that's like, okay, Lord, like this is the season I'm in mm-hmm. and I have to learn how to hear from you and just be still with kids, yeah. you know, and that's okay. You know, and I think everyone has like a different, whether you're single or married or yeah. married with kids, whatever season or state of life you're in, it's like, it's like not being frustrated by your either lack of spouse or you have kids around making noise. It's, it's like almost just embracing that. Mm-hmm. I think that's a very important part of, of this. Like, okay, this is the, the season and space that I'm in. Yeah. So I feel like for me, I had to like, I don't know, being physically ill <laughs> and then having the kids join me on the days I actually felt like good. Yeah. You know, it was just different. And this is different than Bible reading. So like, I guess in your, you know, how would you summarize meditation, right? Because it's like a mixture of that. Mm-hmm. But like, I guess, how would you put it in your own words? I I think, I think it's like, um, I think it involved, I think it's kind of basically praying, but just um, not in the sense of, dear god amen and like that was the prayer like in the same way that you would pray out loud but i think i mean i think we should we should share notes on this yeah tell me if this is adding up to what the the research says sure um but to me that's kind of how i think of it is it's like i like just coming into the presence of god coming before god and um basically coming with where you're at coming with a quite like uh, I, I guess just a, a desire to connect and almost listening mm-hmm. more, more than just that's good rattling off a number of requests just like god like god i'm here uh you know um mm. i'm i'm about to look into your word and i i want to hear from you mm-hmm. um and i want you to expose what's wrong <laughs> in me that would block me from hearing from you Mm-hmm. And, and basically, um, you know, just, um, kind of almost just asking God, like ha- have your way mm. and, um, and, uh, just kind of being, being vulnerable in that way. Mm. Like, like I, I want, I want to hear your voice today. I want you to guide me today. I want you to be, um, my shepherd today, like mm-hmm. speak to me lead me guide me mm-hmm. and and then like see what happens yeah because <laughs> because god, god really does talk back mm-hmm. um you know god, god actually does communicate and i think i think the thing that's cool about it and that's really um in some ways like safe <laughs> if that mm-hmm. makes sense about it it is is like kind of combining that with scripture reading too because mm-hmm. it's like you're opening up yourself in that way to 
you know, the divine, but then you're turning to the pages of scripture and, and, um, you know, there, there's, there's different in different days. Sometimes like, Oh, I, I, I'm hearing God telling me, you know, something that I didn't read on the page. Like mm-hmm. I heard, I hear the inner voice of the spirit mm. convicting me about mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. or, or whatever. And I, and I think that that's real too, but that is harder to measure because, and for some reason I'm thinking about mm. Mormonism just because we're watching that ba- ba- uh, <laughs> under the banner of heaven on um on hulu and you know it's like it's a good example of people can say like oh i'm here um the the spirit is burning yeah. in my bosom and it's telling me i need another wife and it's like well that that ain't the spirit bro mm-hmm. but it's like how do you how do you determine that you know yeah so i, I think and that language is like so abused right like I know. and it's hard because when people are like actually sensing the lord leading them or pressing a thought or a, a direction and like and then, and then sometimes it's hard it's like the lord told me and you hear someone say that and you're like, what do you mean? Yeah. I remember as a kid hearing that phrase, the Lord told me, and I'd yes. like always be like, I want to, I always want to know how everyone experienced that. Yeah. And I think when people ask me like, what does that mean? Yeah. And it's interesting. Like I, it's, I don't, I know could answer it. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting when you, you talk to different people about that, or like maybe you've heard people abuse it and that's really frustrating. And you're like, yeah. you're like, did he really tell you that? Like, did he really? Like, I don't know if he would. <laughs> like sometimes you're like, the Lord told me and then they share it. You're like, that sounds insane. Well, that, and, yeah, that's my point is like, is like, that's the amazing. And that's why when I said the word safe, what I mean is like, we actually have a measuring stick to mm. determine and to measure prophecies against yeah. and to measure what did the Lord speak to us or not against? And, and that measuring stick is scripture. Yes, it's like, yeah. if, if God's telling you to take multiple wives, like that, that ain't it, bro. <laughs> yeah. Usually to me, if it's um hard or against my flesh, it's probably more likely the Lord. Like if it's like leading me to be more generous or kind or forgiving, like if it's leading me to do something like that's like ethically difficult, but necessary, I, I feel like, okay, that's probably the Lord. When it's like get, catering to my flesh. Like, yeah. yeah. Like you should, you deserve that. It's usually like, I don't think that's, I don't think that's, yeah, it's yeah. true. It's like the Lord told me that I'm wretched. Okay. Yeah. That's probably, that's probably, that's probably yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Versus like, oh man, there's so many, there's so many funny stories. I feel like I've heard over the years where I'm like, wow, like talk to me more about this voice you hear from the Lord. Cause that doesn't sound like my Lord. Like sometimes I'm like very curious I by know. Well, um, to like earlier tonight and, and I do, I do, I don't, in some ways I don't love that language because, because of what you're talking sure. about, but it is, it is, a but word. yeah, it, you know, cause, cause God, I mean, I, I do think that God is communicating to us and, and convicting us and, you know, impressing mm-hmm. things on our heart and, and kind of in that still small voice, he does guide, you know, mm-hmm. believers and, you know, I'll give you an example, even like earlier tonight, literally, um, I didn't hear the voice of God, same mm-hmm. thing, but I, but I, I basically like people were praying, um, for me, um, and I don't mm-hmm. have to get into the whole, yeah. all the reasons why right now, but, um, mm-hmm. I basically like through that and, and just, yeah, just through that, I was basically like, wow, I, I need to, for- God, God's telling me that I need to forgive him, Yeah, <laughs> which mm-hmm. is weird. Cause like, he didn't do anything wrong. God's perfect. Mm. But whatever that means, like in terms of my heart and like my perception of things, like I need to forgive him, which is not even probably the right language. I probably, it's probably more about um, not being resentful or aligning my heart with who his true nature or mm. whatever. But if you know what I mean by yeah. that, that idea of like, I need to forgive. And so that's something where it's like, I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I just have this like pretty clear, thing form itself in my heart that's mm-hmm. like you need to forgive me mm-hmm. and i'm like mm, 
that's that's probably right mm-hmm. that's pro- you know that's probably not the devil telling me that mm-hmm. well <laughs> you know and it's and that's obviously not every day in my life has something quite mm-hmm. that quite that intense but yeah i mean that is an example of something where it's like mm. and then i look at scripture and it's like yeah we sh- like we should like, yes um i mean the bible doesn't ever say forgive god because i did get it's a weird idea but like um yeah but people humble are- yourself mm-hmm. and, and the sight of the lord and he will lift you up is really what it is because mm-hmm. to be unforgiving towards god is the epitome of pride yeah it's it's um and i think there are a lot of people that are there are a lot of people that are bitter angry resentful frustrated and i think a lot of times obviously we, we blame god for things that either our sin did the enemy did our flesh did you know but we give him credit for those terrible things sadly yeah um but it's necessary i think to walk through what you're describing mm-hmm. um you know it's interesting i think for us when we're talking about this like meditation I think it's very important we started where we started because we're basically saying like, Lord, we want to give you space and we want to think on you, you know, cause I think there, there's an idea and we don't even have to explore it too much, but like maybe it's more of an Eastern meditation when you hear that word, it's like maybe more of an emptying mm-hmm. and allowing random things to kind of fill your thoughts or take captive your thoughts. It's kind of right. bizarre. I mean, we're not, we're saying not, you know, even I love how different people point this out, but like the desire to remove all things, remove all thoughts is still a desire. Like the, the yeah. desire to get rid of desires is a desire and it's right. just so it's so contradictory yeah you know but i think what christian meditation is you know contemplation whatever you want to call it the idea of like no i, I want i want to be filled with your word with your spirit i would break it down in some ways like this like we meditate what do we meditate on and i'd say we meditate on the word of god the works of god and the wonder of god hmm. like if we had to break it down it's like i'm meditating on his word his work. And then maybe it's like the wonder, like, it's just like, wow, God, who, this infinitely vast, beautiful, yet just, yet holy. Like you're just kind of going, wow, God, who you are, is this worth meditating on? Then, you know, I think of Psalm 1, kind of what we, I think, shared last time of like, look at Psalm 1. He's like, in your law and meditate day and night. And like meditate in that Hebrew sense, it's like mutter or kind of like just under the voice. It's almost like what you see them doing. Yeah. A lot of times if you're, you know, you went to Israel recently, but you kind of yeah. see them like, almost muttering scripture actually like that's meditation davening yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah what'd you say davening i think is what it's called oh is it yeah, yeah. but that's like the idea that's really what it is it's like huh? yeah 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 and it could be even when i'm walking down the roads i remember like jerusalem you're like walking through the roads and you saw like muttering those things yeah but there's almost like i want to constantly have your word on tip of my tongue but it's more than that um and I, I think what's so important, so my thought was like, as we kind of talk through this, hopefully giving some kind of flow for people, mm-hmm. just because I think it can be overwhelming. Like we still like, I don't know if we fully clarified what it is. Yeah. I think we have a little bit, mm-hmm. but I think like, I'd say there's different like components under meditation. Like, so we're like, what is meditation? What is like Christian contemplation? I'd say there is an element of silence, of solitude, kind of what we talked about. Mm-hmm. I'd say the second thing is scripture. Mm-hmm. And the third thing is like listening. Um, that's kind of how I'd summarize it. Yeah. So silence and solitude, I almost want to start there and talk about that, you know, cause it's, um, maybe we, there, I think there's so many, you know, uh, books that have come out recently on the, like that, like, right. The ruthless elimination of hurry by John Mark Comer or yeah. something. Yeah. And it's cool. There's actually like, in, and I think you also see in the corporate world in like a non-Christian way, but they're like, we got to like, how do we declutter mm-hmm. or how do we like minimize and l- like live as minimalist or like kind of that. Right. But there's almost this idea of like, how do we get away and how do we just be quiet? Um, for us, it's almost like the idea in the Psalms, like be still and know that I'm God. So it's like silence. Like how do we be still and how do we solitude meaning? Like I actually get, maybe need to get away from like people and things and activity. So I'm not just quiet, you know, cause you can be quiet in a coffee shop. 
you know, it's not just being quiet. It's like also finding that place, Yeah. you know? Um, and I do think we, Jesus, I think, you know, showed this so often. Like, I don't know if you like, you know, there's so many verses, right? Where it's like Jesus withdrew himself. I know. And that's what amazes me. Like, why did he, why did he find this necessary? Obviously he did. He was always trying to <laughs> go to a remote place and be alone with the father. Yes. Like all the time. Yes. And then what's what one thing I love about some about this idea though is is I think about I think about in that moment like in his in his human nature he is in some way exa- exhausted mm. and wanting to be with his father and wanting to be filled and wanting to be you know to be restful to be restored you know mm. in his human nature that that's I think the the desire there um, and then what's crazy though, is like so often in, in the gospels in route to the remote place, there's some need that comes up and you're like, this guy's just trying to catch a break and get away from like all y'all's nonsense. But every single time he like is so mm. compassionate and is like, okay, like not my need, which is to go be alone with my father, but he is there to like serve other people. So I, I only bring that up because I'm like, I, I, I'm just, that's so inspiring. Um, and it works against kind of the selfish version of like self-improvement. It's like all about, yes. it's all about me. Like I'm, you know, there, there's a version of, I think all these dif- disciplines, which are kind of inward pointing and it's like, yeah, almost can become a little narcissistic where it's, I'm working on myself. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing this like meditation thing. And, and it's I'm, like a caricature. It's also not fully representing what it really is, yeah. but you're right. It's very self-serving at times. Yes. Yeah. And, and so I, I don't know. I just like, I like that kind of tension where it's like, those stories tell us two things. One, that it's totally good for us to go get away yes. from it and to in fact i was just talking to a buddy earlier tonight too at that at like the men's gathering and he described going through like four months of a lot of negative spiritual things and then finally he he had a, his grandma lives in central florida on four acres that there's like nothing on and he basically went there for five days and just that literally the the geographic distancing himself from his problems and then that just there's nothing to distract yourself mm. with you. There's nothing to do. Mm-hmm. He's like, I just literally read the Bible and prayed and journaled and ate and drank and slept for like five days. And God like completely worked and mm. and basically like changed my life. And like, I, I had like so much more vision now. Like I can mm. see like what my problems were, what was going on. But he basically just got like insane perspective mm. on what was hindering and ensnaring him and why wow. and all these different things. It was like a massive breakthrough for this guy. And it's just funny. Cause I'm like, wow, like he really needed to get, yeah. to get away, get that solitude to just be with God and get out of like just the rhythm and routine of his life and work and all these things. And anyway, that you see Jesus himself in, mm-hmm. in, in, in the incarnation with that same desire. But then the cool tension there is then he, he, he does also always favor, the people around him over his own needs at the same time. And it's like, he doesn't just go on a, he doesn't just retire early yeah. or go on a, like a long cruise or retreat mm. or whatever. He's, he's kind of 
he's a mission a mission man i think it's great to have like that i mean you know not rather than being annoyed by people or frustrated by people which you see many times and understandably like the disciples like just send them away <laughs> you know you kind of see that attitude of like all right just we don't have anything send them away. there's almost like that frustration annoyance with them and you do see jesus be open to these holy interruptions <laughs> i mean however it's just amazing to think that god in the flesh goes i need to withdraw yeah you know and that's I think that's what's so necessary and beautiful. And you kind of brought up with your friend, like I think there's an element too we we could talk about, but it's like the idea of maybe there's a time you need multiple days. Maybe there's a time, how, but also how do we get this in our day-to-day life? Right. Because it's sad, like you can't, I can't like count on a year from now. You know, that would make me miserable along the process and journey. And Yeah. And um, even the fact that he needed that, it's like, oh, you were really burnt out. Yeah. You, were, you like had allowed yourself to get to a really, really bad place. Yeah. To it, where that was needed. Well, I'll also say like, it's, I think we should try to put that on our, our calendar. So I, w- I was actually challenged by a few other guys I look up to who say like, um, so for example, like, you know, a lot of times you hear about sabbaticals for pastors. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's in the context of like when they mess up, they go mm-hmm. on a sabbatical. Yeah. Like, oh, he's on sabbatical. And it's like, oh, what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we never like, we never viewed as like, it's regardless if things are going good or bad. It's just, it's on your schedule. Yeah. Like it's going to happen. And maybe it's like every five years, seven years, sometimes they have difference. You know, you might have family vacations. You might have like things every year. But at the same time, there's like, no, no, when are you going to like a school teacher gets a summer off? I know. Right. When is the pastor going to just like, I get some dedicated time on just me and the Lord growth, re, just rethinking some things, just kind of, yeah. you know, and the hope is that you can do that on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. But I think it's okay to look at like rhythms, like daily rhythms, yeah. maybe monthly rhythms, yearly rhythms, five-year rhythms. And I think when we talk about something like this, it's actually cool to like remind people, like maybe you need to have a five-day retreat. That's okay. Yeah. Um, I think the idea of two also I want to clarify is as we talk through these like week after week and kind of get look at different disciplines, mm-hmm. they're not to be necessarily used in a silo. Mm-hmm. Like, Okay, I get it that we're doing one a week, but your hope is that you build it off and kind of like they grow and work together. Right. Not right. like I'm only doing one, you know, because right. when Jesus is away for like he's fasting, you know, for 40 days, 40 nights, you know, the question I guess is, well, was he alone for 40 days, 40 nights? You know, we don't know the whole time, but he was alone and fasting, you yeah. know, and maybe there's a mixture of that too. Yeah. So it's like, I think it's not like we should just view these disciplines as like in a silo. Yeah, um, that's, that's really good. And I and I, I actually like that we're doing this one first because I, I think that and, and I kind of said this earlier, but for me the big takeaway with this is is with whatever spiritual thing you're doing, you have to invite God into yeah. it or else what is the point? Like what like what is the point of just going through the motions on something, just mm. you know, ritualistically doing something? And I think that having you know we're calling it meditation but this idea of of confess your sins repent come into the presence of god be real with god humble Mm -hmm. yourself before Mm -hmm. god and then ask god to search you and know you and then look into scripture Mm -hmm. and then be silent and wait and and listen Mm -hmm. like just allowing the space to to spend that type of time with god Mm -hmm. I think that basically kind of informs everything else that mm-hmm. we're doing. Like we should, like, it's really like an, an anecdote to, to hastiness mm-hmm. an anecdote to mm-hmm. like just rushing through things or feeling like, Oh, I checked that box. Yeah. You know, I went through that, you know, that spiritual activity. It's like, there's, there's literally no point in doing things. If your heart mm. isn't wanting to connect it itself mm-hmm. to the father in heaven, like that's, yeah. that's the entire point is fellowship with God. Yes. 
I fully agree. I guess, and, you know, I look at it like some people might not even want this. And I do think there's an element where you kind of have to put yourself in moments where like, I don't know if I want to go outside and be quiet and read and, and just be quiet and ask the Lord to speak to me and talk the verse over with God. What I just read, I don't know if I want to do that, but like, I'd say, but there's something about like, it's again, not to go back too much to this, but it is like, I don't want to go to the gym, but like, just get there. Yeah. Just show up. And if you show up, you know, you're like, okay, now I can't handle a couple minutes. And then you're like, and then whether or not you wanted to, I feel like looking back, like, I'm so glad I did that. Yeah. I'm saying, because a lot of times I think in the Christian journey, like I want people to want it. I want it to be motivated. Like I, I want it to be, I get to, I want to, not I have to, I want that. Yeah. But there are times, again, like I think when you're walking with the Lord 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, I think as people are like, really, you're, it's like, hey, my I'm tired. My flesh is weak. My spirit might be willing, but my flesh is weak and I kind of want to not show up and I kind of want to not. And maybe your spirit's not even willing. You're like, I just, I'm just out of it. And I think there's some, it's like, get yourself in that. Like, I think that's why the discipline of like, just, just show up is so important. And, and, and I think, I think it's like, it's the it's like the freedom to be real before yes God. sam not, say that like tell him i don't want to be here like you know what i mean like exactly i agree like, like, yeah i like i i'm feeling and, and literally that's how i actually to be completely honest about this has been a hard month for me and <laughs> yeah like, a, a lot of this stuff has been like i i kind of do feel burned out in a lot of ways to be you know mm-hmm. and like i and like i said like i think like even tonight god's like you know, you need to forgive me for, for mm-hmm. those things. You mm-hmm. need to forgive me. Mm-hmm. I, I don't need to be forgiven because I mm-hmm. haven't anything wrong, but you need to forgive me mm-hmm. in your own heart. And it's like, wow, that's true. And so, but I, but I think just if you feel like you just have to get to the next chapter to get through your Bible reading plan in a year, yeah, but you're not oh, actually gosh. being real with where you're at. That has ruined so many people, by the way, the Bible <laughs> in a year or two years. It's like discouraged more people, I think, than encouraged. <laughs> you know, people I've run into. Yeah. Only because like it's, it's dude, that's a crazy pace. And it's, again, that goes, we'll get to this maybe under scripture reading, you know? Yeah. But it's almost like a, is that helpful? Is it benefiting? Is it growing? Is it producing fruit? If it is, keep doing it. Right. If it's producing exactly. fruit, great. If it, and but, some people, like, like my grandma's read the Bible like 60, yeah. 60 years in a row. And I'm like, that's amazing. Awesome. And it's working for her, but then if it's, it's like amazing. if you if you just feel shamed because you're falling behind, and <laughs> you, it's like again, I you're get, skim I, reading. You're like, I did it. Close. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's like <laughs> it's, like God. Like the whole thing has got to just be yes. being real with God and 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 just coming to God in the condition that you're in. Yes, and dude, I I look like this when people tell me. And I, I might have said this to you one time, but when people tell me, "Oh, I've read the Bible. I know, I know it. You know, it, it's it's just man made." They just go off. Like they say, "I read it as a way to say, therefore, I can dismiss it." Yeah. Um. But I'm part of me's challenge, like, because I haven't done this. I'll be like, "Have you meditated through the Bible?" Like I have not meditated on every verse in the Bible. No, there's no, no way. I definitely haven't. You know what I mean? There's not even not even close. But like, yeah. I think that has been like more of a goal. Is like I want to be able to like meditate through this whole thing yeah like that i would rather rather than me like i read it it would be cool <laughs> i i think this is like i i always wanted to like actually like kind of journal through yeah and have like you know a page where it's like you know proverbs chapter one and you kind of give your thoughts yes a commentary like, on the whole thing kind of from your yeah. yeah like what what is god speaking to you through that and like have like the whole thing mapped out Dude, it's a beautiful thing i think it's a beautiful part of this for sure yeah you know i, I so i want to clarify this because i think this was really helpful for me in in richard foster's book the celebration of the disciplines or how it's worded <sighs> he says what happens in meditation is that we create the emotional and spiritual space which allows Christ to construct an inner sanctuary in the heart. Like that is huge. So trying to create an emotional and spiritual space, 
where Jesus, like where, where you're inviting the spirit can construct or build this inner sanctuary. Hmm. And I love that thought of like, you know, they spent so much time building the sanctuary is beautiful. There's gold. It was like intertwined with like so many bright colors. Like the yeah. sanctuary was amazing. Hmm. How do we build in our, like in our being? Like, so the idea, this, this is actually really cool to me. You know how like people get mad at this, by the way, like um, just believe in, you know, believe in Jesus in your heart or they get that, that phrase. Like it's probably been like, except Jesus in your heart. I get, it's been like abused and like, wait, that's not biblical. People get right, weird with that. Right. Right. But in reality, it's, it's funny. Ephesians three seventeen, he says that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. Hmm. That has been something that I was like, wow. Like, so Paul's going off in Ephesians 3. It's like this long prayer and like exhortation kind of a thing. And then he says that Christ made you well in your hearts through faith. Think mm. about that phrase, like Christ dwell in your heart, that inner man, that inner sanctuary. So like, I think I what I enjoyed was like foster connected those dots for me of like this inner sanctuary. So if, if I'm, if my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit where God dwells and lives in me, yeah. And so there's this idea of like, I meet God within my body, like within my, like God dwells in me. Yeah. Christ dwells in your heart through faith. Mm-hmm. There's this idea that God's like, I'm not just in the temple. Like obviously the Bible's trying to be really clear on that. I'm in you. Right. And so this idea of like meditation is almost like, how can I meet with God? And eventually like you grow in a way, like wherever I'm at, hmm. like if there is chaos and I think people get weird, like, and they think that's like Eastern, but like, no, like if there's chaos around you, you're just like, Lord, like, I know you're with me. I know you see this. And like, I feel like if, if Christians can like access that inner sanctuary yeah, where Christ is, where the spirit dwells in us, we're like, th- I think that's such a beautiful thought to me. That sounds more like, yes, Lord, like you want to meet me. You live and dwell in me. Yeah. You're clear on that. Like, that's not just like a euphemism for something else. Like you live and dwell in us. We're sealed by your Holy Spirit for the day of redemption. Like you're dwelling in us. You see that over and over again. And, and this is the thing about that is like, when like when we're we're using the word meditation like focusing on god connecting with god the the spirit of god dwelling dwelling richly inside of a believer Mm. is not exhausting Mm. it's not tiresome it it is a easy yoke a light reservoir of like it is a reservoir of life yes it is is a fountain of joy It, it is literally like when when a believer is full of the Holy Spirit, you you have this feeling of like, this is the realest thing in life. Like mm. you, like this is what I was made for. Like like you have the revelation that you were made to feast on God Himself, and that nothing else can satisfy you in the way that He can. And you you see the shallowness of the world's offerings, mm-hmm. and you and you feel and deeply know the richness of his love and his presence inside Mm. of you and you you desire it more and you want to come back for it and you want to you you recognize like i think spurgeon said that you're a leaky vessel Mm -hmm. that needs to come continually Mm -hmm. to the fountain of his Mm -hmm. grace and to Mm -hmm. fill yourself continuously Mm -hmm. with his love and and with the presence of of the holy spirit Mm -hmm. in your life and when that's happening you're not spiritually burnt out you're not exhausted you're not feeling the heaviness of religion you are quite literally in the center of, of God, of, of where God wants you to be in that moment, which means that, uh, and, 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 and you're in the palm of his hand and he mm. says, and, and, and my hand is fullness of joy and, and pleasures everlasting. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that is what, that is what a lot of people I feel like don't understand about Christianity and don't understand about God. If you haven't actually enjoyed mm. the, 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 the Holy Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit in your life, if you haven't actually 
met with God in that way, then you're like, what do you like? It's, it's, it's heavy. It's heavy. It's, yeah. it's rules. It's tasks. It's like, no, it isn't. It's, mm-hmm. it is the richest, realest thing in the world. And you, and you have this feeling of like, this is reality. This is what I was made for. This, mm-hmm. this is like the, this is the sort, like God is the source of meaning. God is the source of life itself. Wow. And, and when you connect to literally the author of life, you, you, you have this just crazy sense of this is where I'm supposed to be. My identity is in you. Like I am your son. I am for you. Mm. And, and, and when, when you connect to what you're for, you just have this in, insane sense of, of this is, this is where I belong. Like I belong with, with, with you, God. Mm. And, um, this whole this whole idea that we're talking about you know like meditation creates the space for that and again like it it, to anybody listening to this and was like well i you know i don't know what that's all about it's like just go there just just start there and 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 god doesn't discriminate i i i I, there's different personalities and different people have different emotional attitudes Mm -hmm. and different things and he definitely meets people in different ways Mm -hmm. and 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 he's very creative about reaching people but if if you if you feel like connecting with God is heavy and tiresome, like that, then that's not that's not it. Is all mm-hmm. is all I'm trying to like. There there's yeah, there's a heaviness in in religious activity, and there is a, a lightness and a mm-hmm. and a joy in God Himself. Is all yeah, I'm trying to say. I absolutely agree, and it, it's it's one of those things where, but we live in this weird moment where putting our phone down and going outside or going wherever to just be still and to be like, all right, Lord, I want to meet with you. And I ask that you'd meet with me and I'm going to draw near to you and you promise to draw near to me. Like when you kind of do that, there might be a rush of anxiety over you. Like check your phone. What if they're calling? What if they texted back? What yeah. if the news are, you know, what if yeah. it's the morning? So you want to get all of your information like right away. I think like, so there still might be an angst there mm-hmm. and like acknowledging I think within people like, there is a lot that needs to just kind of unravel and it will take a while. Like maybe you do sit in silence for a little bit. Like that's okay. Like that really is okay. I, and, and the devil will work over. Oh my gosh. The de- the one thing that the devil does not want to happen is for people to actually enjoy the presence. Yes. Of God. I so agree. So he will, he, he, he will literally just be like, what can I tempt you with? What can I just, what new thought with? can I throw in your mind? Yeah. And that's why eventually, like, cause if you sit too long, so I've noticed my mind does go, my mind obviously wanders a lot. Yeah. And it's like I, meditation is like, nope, nope, like I'm not going to, I'm not going to decide what I'm thinking. I'm gonna let the word of God do that. So that's why we got like talk about science and solitude, but now it's like scripture, like yes. second thing, yeah. because my mind can wander. And, and then what I'm doing is I'm actually meditating. I'm actually meditating on the wrong things now. Like I'm meditating on like anxious right. things, like yes. things I should not be thinking about. Um, and I think, so I look at Psalm 62 to, yes, yeah, then I want to read. It says my soul, this is like, and this is what I love about David. David so often would talk to his soul. <laughs> so David says, my soul wait silently for God alone for my expectation is from him. So David has to preach to his soul. Soul, my soul, wait silently for God alone. Hmm. And just even that, I love that like self-talk meditation. It's like you're telling when your mind begins to wonder, like, no, soul, like wait for God. Don't yeah. you know, and it's almost like, you know how some I've heard someone say, like, wait until he shows up. Like someone's like, you know, the question is like, well, how long? It's like, I don't know. Maybe you do start small weekend, and I'll share some of that. I'll share some of those like bites, like start, you know, don't overwhelm yourself. Right. Like I'm gonna do an hour today. No, you're probably not. And then you're gonna be discouraged. So don't, don't do that. But in some ways it's going to, it's going to be like, I'm just going to wait until I sense the Lord has like met with me. 
Yep. His word has penetrated my heart. It's done something in me. So when I think of, when we talk about science and solitude, we kind of knocked it out. It's a scripture. Yep. You know, I think of Colossians 3, where he says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. So now we're told in Ephesians 3, that Jesus can dwell in our hearts through faith. Hmm. And we're told in Colossians 3, let the word, he's like, let it, let it, okay. let the word of Christ dwell in your hearts richly. So then there's like, to me, like, that's what meditation is. Like, I want to give space. You know, it's almost like Psalm 119, the longest Psalm. Mm -hmm. What is it? Like 22 kind of like Hebrew. Like it starts with like a different Hebrew. Um, is it 22? I forget. But it's like like eight verses, 22 kind of like, it begins with the same Hebrew letter of the alphabet. Like that sounds like the poetically mm -hmm. written or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, it's so meditative on his word. You know, it's a counsel to my feet, light into my path. It's like all of these things he's acknowledging. <sighs> Um, and I think like a big part of meditation for us is saying like, you have to, you have to have scripture kind of fill your mind and your thinking. Mm -hmm. So for example, one of my, one of my I guess, favorite, you know, descriptions of, of meditation is like, it's been said, to, you know, it means to chew the cud. Mm -hmm. It's almost like a cow that's chewing on whatever grain or something grass, but the idea is like they'd swallow it. It goes into one of their stomachs. They like actually like have this like reflux. It goes back into their mouth or start chewing on it. They swallow yeah. it. It might go into a different like stomach. You know, it's kind of like a weird process, I guess. Like, I'm not a farmer, but like, you, when you read about it, like, this is really weird. Like, they have like four stomachs or something. Wow. But like, chewing it, like, they're swallowing it, like, spin it up, swallowing it, spin it up. Yeah. And that's like the word that's like kind of used to describe meditation. Yeah. It's like, you know, chew on the word of God, meaning like, I think when you read a text, it's good to just ask questions. Hmm. Um, it's good to kind of be like, all right, Lord, why do you say that? Like, I just want to know even why. Yeah. You know, okay, where do I need to like do this? Like, where am I not? What am I missing? What are you saying? You know, like, how can I, like, can I actually live this out? Does this still apply right now? Like just talking out loud, kind of like, maybe it is literally out loud or maybe it's quietly, or maybe it's journaling those things, but you're like, you're kind of like inviting the Lord to like, I don't want to just read this. Mm -hmm. I want to talk it over with you. I'm going to chew the cud, yeah. you know? So I think that's like one element, you know, um, I would say we need to like, I think that's so good. I think it's necessary. And then there's, I want to share another thought really quick. I don't know about you, but when I was reading something the other day, I read like a long story mm -hmm. in the Bible. Cause sometimes it's not always like a verse or two that's like, you know, profound. It's like, I need to actually read a story. Yeah. It's like different, obviously depending on the book. Yeah. And I'm reading this long story and it's cool. Like I, I feel like throughout the day, different parts of the story would like hit me. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I never, th I never thought about it. Like, so sometimes I think meditation is not just also in that five, 10, 15 minute, whatever window you give yourself to, mm -hmm. but it's also like, are you thinking about that parable Jesus told throughout your day and maybe making connections like, Oh my gosh, I, I didn't realize who he said that to. Hmm. Who he said it to makes what he said so much more interesting. Or like, you know, hmm. there's certain, I think it can like, I think meditation can be, like you said, when you're driving, kind of get in that state of like, all right, Lord, I'm still thinking about what I read today. Yes. You know? that That's what I think. And and to be frank, like I, I have so much to grow. Like I, I know I have, I feel like I've tasted and seen that the <laughs> Lord is good just enough, but also, but also with such a lack of consistency that I have so much to aim up to and so much to like desire mm -hmm. in that. But I think like when I look to someone like a Paul, who's like pray without ceasing, mm. I'm like, I, that's what I, that's what I am at. That's it, it's that idea of like stay in communion and connection and fellowship mm. in w with God, because obviously you can't actually be like, constantly talking to god so how is it possible to mm. to pray without ceasing it must mean that prayer is not just you talking a to monologue yes yeah. it must be like walk through life with god pray yes. without ceasing stay in step with the spirit like, yes don't you know let you let your actual like all of your decisions be guided by god's wisdom mm. let your actions be guided by god's truth let your mm. you know let let 
all of your being and the way that you live your life be totally empowered by the spirit of God, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. you know, through, through, through prayer really. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's an, I I love that. I I love thinking about that idea of pray without ceasing. Yeah. Cause it's like impossible. The first thing you think is like, no, it's impossible. Yeah. But then it, but then it does raise the question of like, well, what do you mean by prayer? Yes. And and it, and it kind of causes you to expand. And I think it's, we'll actually get to that next week is prayer. Yeah. Cause I think we got to get to that, which is like, it is more, it's also the dialogue. Is, like we, is prayer next week? Yeah, prayer is next what week. What a perfect transition. I know, but we but we need to like have like that homework, right? So the idea yes. is like we want to invite people into this because yep. um it can't this can easily like we we talked about the first two weeks, but this can become a duty. This can become uh, I'm gonna do, but like I, I really would ask that like would you we're asking like do it with us? You know, this week for us it's been that of just like all right, I want to be still, I'll be quiet, I want to yep. be like speak, Lord, your servants listening. So like the last thing too is listening. Um, that's that's the thing a big part of after scripture reading. You're like, okay, Lord, what are you saying to me? Like, what are you saying to me? Uh, you know, I really want, like, I wanted the context, but what are you saying to me? And how do I live this out? And it's just like inviting the Lord, like, okay, Lord, I hear you. I'm going to do that today. Yeah. And it's kind of like, almost like agreeing with it, whatever it's like he is saying, like, I'll bless the Lord at all times. It's a, that was a Psalm you read, let's mm-hmm. say, like, all right, Lord, today I'm going to bless you at all times. When I want to like be frustrated and curse you or curse others around me, or I'm just annoyed. I'm going to bless you at all times. Um, like, and whatever that is, I'd say like, seek to do that. So I guess the homework we're going to give is what we try to do, which is like, I would encourage you, let's start small. Um, a minute to like four minutes of just being still finding that silent place, a place of solitude, maybe, maybe it's just you, you know, be still, I'd say then, you know, have your passage, whatever that is, maybe it's something you're currently reading. Um, I would, you know, we can talk about also that when we get to scripture reading, but have your passage and I'll make it consistent, like build off it week after week or day after day. And then um, just listen, like talk it over. Hey Lord, like, what are you saying? I want to hear from you. I'm here. And like, be quiet then ask, mm-hmm. ask him a question and then be quiet. And then maybe ask another question later. All right, Lord, but you say this and I want to, you know, and just be quiet. And it's it's making it like a dialogue and you're talking the verse over. Because when you're talking the verse over, it's more than memorizing. Now you're beginning to meditate on it. Because mm-hmm. the goal isn't scripture memorization necessarily. Is that does the word of Christ dwell in you richly? Mm-hmm. It's great to memorize, but meditate. Yeah. You know, I would say like memorize it. Yeah, but meditate. Um, you know, and I love what I think is Wearsby who says, the spirit of God takes the word of God to produce the life of God. That's mm-hmm. what meditation is. The spirit of God taking the word of God to produce like life. Um, and I think that's what meditation is. That's why it's so beautiful. God, like you said, it's, just, it's to lead you to joy. It's to lead you to life everlasting. Yeah. It's to lead you to fullness of joy. So that'd be our challenge to you guys is those three things. Silence for a minute or two, scripture reading, and then just listen, ask questions this week. So you and I are going to be praying this week and talking about that next week yeah. on the podcast. So we have but, some, yeah. But our call to action to the listener is yes. to do what we just did this past week and is to do what you just said. And it's like we leave this. Our hope is like built on top of it. And to integrate each yeah. layer into the next. Yeah, it's like we're, okay, we're done. I love we'll it. Built on top of it. Cool? I love it. Hey, that's fun, man. <laughs>